Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Lord bless you folks. I hope your day is going really well. I hope that you're walking with the Master, serving Him to the best of your ability, reading His Word, listening to His voice, responding to the call He has on your life. You know, God has great things in store for those who will listen, for those who will call upon the name of Jesus. Are you calling upon Him today? Our Heavenly Father, open our minds, open our hearts. May the Word of God penetrate everything we're about. God, help us to set aside the distractions that distract us from this world. Help us to seek you with all our heart. God, we love you. We give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, we have a lot of distraction in this world. Everything is trying to distract us, whether it be normal, everyday things like life itself, or whether it be our social calendar, whatever it might be in your life, maybe it's finances that just distracts you. All you can think about is your finances. All you can think about is money, how you can uh, attain more. I don't know what it is. I think all of us have different things that take our minds and focus off the things of God. And I'm telling you, we need to have a focus on God. Now, we know in life there is a time for everything. In fact, I'm going to read a, a very the most familiar book in Ecclesiastics from Solomon is the third chapter. And I'm going to read a few verses of that. And, and he lays it out so clearly about having a time for everything in life. But, you know, I hope you're taking time with your family. Sometimes people get so busy in life they let their family take a hit. Folks, you know, your family's only here so long. Spend time with them. Do you ever have regrets? Oh, I wish I would have spent more time with my mom or my dad or my brother or my wife or my husband. You know, spend time with them. Spend time getting to know them and to love them and to encourage them and to be there for them. Hopefully, you could spend time talking about God together. But I know that's not the case with everyone. I know that everyone's life is different, certainly compared to what my life was growing up. You know, that was a part of our conversation probably every day, or seemed like it was every day, that Jesus was just a part because prayer was so prevalent in my home. I'm thankful for that. Some people say, well, I don't know how you end up going to church. You know, you had such, quote, two religious parents. Well, you know what? They're, they weren't just religious. They had a passion for Jesus, and I knew it. You saw it. You felt it every single day. It wasn't a matter of just talk. It wasn't just a matter of blowing smoke. It was a matter of living and loving their Heavenly Father and, their, and the Lord Jesus Christ. People, that's what we've got to do. We've got to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy might. Honor Him. Put Him first in all we do. You know, we can put him first in every activity we do. We can honor him when we get up in the morning. The first thing we should do is call upon the name of Jesus. Lord, be with me this day. Walk with me this day. Give me strength this day. God, I need your help. Go to bed at night. Lord, bless this night. Help me to sleep well. Help me to dream dreams about you. Dream dreams and have visions. I just want to be saturated with the things of God. I want to know God in a greater way each and every day. And I pray you do. Well, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. 
Solomon again said there is a time for everything. And this passage sometimes is used during funerals service to remind people of everything. And let me just read a few verses for you. So there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. See, there's time for everything. There's time for every activity under the sun. We all have time to do things, do the things we like. My wife and I are, are in fact, when you hear this message, we're going to be in the middle of a trip. We're going to be enjoying ourselves. Uh, you know, it's going to be a great time just being together. I'm so excited about that. But it says there's a time to be born and a time to die. Yes, it designated June 2nd, 1955. I was born. Now, I was a surprised child. I was like almost six years after my brother, and I wasn't anticipated. They didn't anticipate me being on this earth because they did not. They weren't wanting another child. But little did they know they'd have little nine-pound, two-ounce Tom. Little did they know that I would be there and kind of change their lives for a period of time. And the funny thing was, I... I was uh, my three brothers are all five foot ten. And I'm six foot two. I I don't know what happened, but there somehow I got a gene. I think from my uh, grandmother that her her brothers were all tall, and I got a I got that gene. So it was kind of interesting having my brothers all the same size than me. But there was a time for me to be born, and I'm glad that I fulfilled that time. I'm glad that God uh, my delivery went well with my mother, and I'm on this planet. And uh, he said, there's also a time to die. I don't know when my time is. I know my brother Dan, as you know, because I've talked about it, died in April at age 69. I guess it was his time. My brother Dave uh, died a few years ago and with liver cancer at 66. I guess it was his time. I'm 64. I don't know what the future holds. I got a brother, Doug, who's 72, who is, uh, he's my second oldest. My brother Dave was the oldest. But Doug is uh, continuing to move forward, but we don't know. My father, he died at age 84. And I can tell you this, if he wouldn't have got cancer, I think he would have lived to be 104 because he was healthy. He would he would do chin-ups and push-ups, I mean, into his 80s and go swimming and, and ate fruit. He was raised on a fruit ranch, so he ate tons of fruit. He did all those things, and he was never sick. I never remember him being sick growing up. Ever. He was always healthy. And he got that crazy cancer. But there was a time. God took him home at 84. It was a tough, tough day for us and our family and for my for my mother. And my mother died at 82. She, uh, she was always sick, though. I would have thought my mom might have died a lot earlier than that because ever since I was a kid, she had something wrong with her. She had more ser- uh, surgeries you can imagine. But there was a time. As, as Solomon said, there's a time to die. This says there's a time to plant and a time to uproot. Yes, there is a time to plant. Some of you had planting season. Some of you planted your crops around your house. I had a lot of tomatoes. People gave me a lot of tomatoes this year. I love tomatoes, and everybody knows it in my church. And I had enough tomatoes. I'm surprised I didn't get canker sores because I just take those, put salt on them, and just eat them down. Then I make little sandwiches. Every once in a while, I'll buy some bacon. I don't do it much anymore, making a bacon tomato sandwich. I love that kind of thing. And somebody just this last Sunday gave me about seven or eight zucchinis. So I have all these zucchinis, but there's a time to plant and there's a time to uproot. You know, there's a time to 
uh, clean the garden up because mo- there's been some freezes already, and it's it's about done. And there's and there's a lot of ways I can use that that time to plant, time to uproot in a lot of different manners, not just with vegetables, but in our life. There's a time to plant things in our life and to deal things with people and to, and to plant the seeds of God with people. And there's a time to uproot and say, you know, we've got to we got to be in business about things. We got to straighten some things out. We got to get things going the right direction. He said, "There's a time to kill and a time to heal. There's been many harmonies. There's been many wars in the world, all from from God's time, the Old Testament till now. There's war, and boy, through those wars, you want to be able to heal. You want to be able to heal the land. You know, we hear talk about healing the land all the time, and I hope that that can happen." He says, "There's a time to tear down and time to build. There's a time to weep, and a time to laugh." I think you've all had those times. I've certainly had my times to weep, especially when losing my son. I wept and I wept and I wept. I think I wept until I couldn't weep anymore. It was an amazingly hard, hard time. The first four or five days after he died, I couldn't stop crying. An interesting thing was they had a huge funeral for him. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people came. And I think because as a child and plus because I was a pastor of a church, but hundreds and hundreds came to that. I think they said there was over 600 at his funeral. And uh, it was an amazing, amazing thing. But I had cried out. I, I don't think I cried at the funeral at all because I had already cried out so much. But there is that time in life. There's a time to laugh. You know, I like to laugh a lot. People know me and know I like to laugh a lot. I kind of cut up. I just, I enjoy laughter. In fact, we had around my house growing up, laughter. My parents would always laugh. Some people say, well, that's not appropriate at the dinner table. Well, then don't come and eat with my family back then because I'm telling you what, we laughed a lot. My dad and mom, they would just hee-haw. They were so happy. Then he said there's a a time to mourn. And a time to dance. Yes, there is a time to mourn. We mourn those things that that have gone bad in our lives, those things that we've had to give up, whether it's a death or whether it's something in our lives we've had to give up. But, you know, then he says there's a time to dance. There's a time to celebrate. Celebrate the love of the Lord. Celebrate what he's done for you. You know, I've seen people so happy sometimes. We had this one guy. He was in prison for years. His name was Dave. And and some of my friends out at uh, ISCI, uh, no, Dave Bourgeois, and, and Dave, is, when he found Jesus, he was so happy. And I remember he'd come to our service, and we don't have a real dancey type of church, but he would come in, man, he would kind of sing songs and twirl around, and he, he he was just one happy guy. Nobody really thought much about it because they knew Dave, and he knew how happy he was to love the Lord, you know, and to serve God. And he said there's a time to embrace and a time to refrain. There's a time to search. And a time to give up, you know, you search for things sometimes, you try to figure things out, but sometimes you have to give up. We find that sometimes when people are lost, unfortunately, there's a time to give up. There's a time for everything. A time to love, he says, a time to hate. You hate evil, you hate war, you hate those things that are out there. But there's a time to love, you love those that need loved. Love the world, even those that don't love us. And the Bible says in verse 10, this I mean, excuse me, verse 9, what does a worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Folks, everything is beautiful in his time. Let's recognize 
Let's recognize there is a time and a season for everything. And let's serve God in this season. Let's be a difference today. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.